there, and welcome to another edition of the 1% Better Podcast with your host, Rob O'Donoghue. Hey guys, so welcome to this episode of the 1% Better Podcast. It is not the first one of season three, and I guess it's not really this, the last one of season two because I closed that out a couple of weeks ago. So it's somewhere in between, uh, probably for ease of reference i will call it episode 96 and maybe season two as a a note on it just in case anyone wants to look it up in the future that's why i kind of put numbers on these things it's easy for the searching to happen then but uh, probably not that important to anyone else but me at this point but it's one i decided to record just after completing a post that i've been writing for the last few weeks around authenticity and said because some of the solo shows I've done over the last month or two around core values and around podcasting benefits, etc., have gone down well, I thought putting an audio over this blog post might work as well. It might be useful for folks that prefer to listen than to read posts, of which there certainly appears to be a few. So that's the, the reason I'm doing it. Just as I said, season three will come uh, soon, two weeks probably from the release of this, and have been recording a lot of new episodes over the last month and so excited to start sharing those out not releasing for the last few weeks is one give me a bit more space in my mind to think about how i should angle season three and come up with new ideas for that uh which i which i have and i'm excited to share and and also the other piece there is that it's when you get into the flow of releasing and you really enjoy putting together an episode and sharing it you kind of miss it as well so i said why not put this one out and take it from there hopefully it's not going to take too long to read through this post um uh, but for me it's uh, one that has been coming for a while and it's one that I, i've really enjoyed putting together uh so here we go so the title of the the post is jenny from the block and the illusion of authenticity it's a question that i've been really searching on for a long time the uh clarity at which i would like to be able to talk about authenticity was something that uh, i wanted to put effort into and and this this blog post certainly helped me do that over over the last few weeks so do you remember the the song that jennifer lopez had out in the early 2000s entitled jenny from the block where jenny declared uh, probably over a hundred times during the song that uh we're not to be fooled by the rocks that she's got, and I presume she's talking about diamonds there, that you can't ever say, forget to say that she's real. And of course, she's very much from the block, uh, which I think is the Bronx in, in this case. So she's very much declaring that she's real, authentic, from the block. And I remember at the time of hearing this song all those years ago, it not really feeling right inside not that i was spending that much time analyzing these but i just said yeah right i don't i don't really buy into that i couldn't help feel she was very keen to tell us how real she was or how authentic she was and that she remained that way despite of all this success fame and diamonds so maybe it was just me but my authentometer if that's a word i, I met it up there uh wasn't really registering jenny i'm sorry if you're listening i just i don't buy into it so when was the last time you heard a leader, a politician, a celebrity, even a co-worker exclaim that they're a bit like Jenny, authentic, and that they like telling it like it is? 
it's just how they roll probably regularly I, I would imagine but when you hear that do you always buy into it do you believe the person or is your gut screaming yeah right whatever you're not fooling me when you hear such statements declaring how real people are do you instantly feel irritated angry maybe jealous do they seem to be telling you what you think they want you to hear um i wonder taking a bit closer to home is it something you say about how you live your own life are you living an authentic life yourself or working towards it is it something you're striving for but don't really know what it means for you so if that's the case maybe this post will help so like a lot of posts uh, when i'm tackling a word or a topic i like to try and define it and i always look at what the definition is to help me sometimes come to terms on the actual topic to make it clearer so to be authentic as the definition goes is to be of undisputed origin and not a copy to be genuine and as it relates to a person representing one's true natures or beliefs true to oneself or to the person identified so if you're anything like me on a lot of occasions when i hear declarations of authenticity it can bring up different emotions and feelings it's very easy to say it but quite difficult to buy into it for myself uh, and for others so creating the illusion of authenticity and being eager to tell others just how in touch with yourself you are is one thing but actually doing the work in yourself to discover what that truly means figuring out who the real person behind the mask is can be more difficult in practice for sure so this is a question i've been working on answering for myself for a long while for most of my 20s and some of my 30s i found myself saying being authentic was very important to me not only important to me but important to how others thought about me and the persona that i wanted to outwardly portray that was critical i may have even done a good job of making others believe me now looking back i think i only had a vague sense of what it meant my heart was in the right place i wanted to be authentic but my own authenticity compass wasn't pointed in the right direction after a while this certainly can be draining and life is too short to put on an act so i decided to do the work needed on myself through a combination of self-coaching and being coached by others i've come to realize that the route is one that's not still fully planned out and i'll possibly be finding my way forever but i do believe i found some fundamental markers along the way that have helped me in discovering what my own block looks like to reference back to jenny or what that block is so i said i'd share these and hopefully they may resonate with you and give you some ideas for your own search so number one self-accept authenticity means that you must allow yourself to be witnessed purely and simply as yourself or as you the first step forward was accepting who i was instead of who i was trying to be only i know my own truth fully the good the bad and the ugly over the years fighting against this and the mistakes that i've made things that i've said and done that weren't great and wanting them to change only made them worse once i began to accept these learn from them and improve as a result i became more comfortable in my own skin it's very difficult to be authentic when you're not at peace with your past your present and 
to be excited about your future. So accept what is. As a colleague of mine used to say, it is what it is. How you get there, I found through journaling that being helpful, writing down my own thoughts and words that were said. That whole process of just self-acceptance takes time. But I think once you engage in it, dive in. And as I said, take on board what it is. You're probably on a good path or starting point to authentic self number two self-awareness and self-management so one morning about five years ago i remember waking up a little late for work and instantly getting myself into a panic as soon as that blissful second or two where your mind is empty and still just after waking up passed the reality of the day ahead surged into my mind Realising that I had something like 14 or so 30 minute meetings scheduled for the day ahead and a ton of other work to get done in between sent me off into a panic. My mind was racing, I was stressed and I hadn't even got out of bed. I just knew something had to change. This wasn't living an authentic life or really any type of life worth getting up for. While I was somewhat aware of what was happening and that change was needed, I didn't have the tools or the ability to self-manage. And, surprise, surprise, that's where meditation and mindfulness comes into play. So while I was aware of the reported benefits of the practice of mindfulness from listening to podcasts and watching YouTube videos, I just hadn't really given it a proper chance, given it a proper go. I've always made excuses that I was too busy or that won't work or I can't do it right. Kind of ironic, really, when you needed to take the time out to calm down and slow down for it to happen. So I knew I needed to change and I decided to commit to it. I decided then to do a daily practice for probably about a month initially, getting up 20 minutes earlier to make space in my day for that. This was the beginning of a gradual yet significant change the beginning of a more self-aware me. I've posted a lot about the benefits of meditation over the last couple of years and there's links in the actual blog post if you want to check those out. But in short, being more mindful has been a game changer. It's allowed me to be better at observing what's going on inside my mind, inside my body, the self-aware piece, and then give me the space or time to make better choices on how I respond to what's going on or what's coming up. And that's more the self-management. The great thing about it is that I can do it anytime, any place. It's always available. Once you're breathing, which I assume you are if you're listening to this, you can meditate. You can check in and do it. Developing a greater self-awareness has made me less impulsive in thought and in action. Before random thoughts could come in, like the 14 meetings I mentioned earlier, and it trigger an emotional response. I could instantly feel a sinking feeling or feel negative or down or stressed or, or panicked like I mentioned that would lead me to take action not necessarily in line with my own values or beliefs or principles and I'd end up doing or saying something inauthentic just to say the right thing or take the easy way out at that time becoming a little bit more aware gives me that extra moment to make a better choice to take a better option and ensure it's one that is part of my truth and in sync with my values. So give mindfulness practice a go for a period of time, not expecting immediate results. I would say just do it. It will work in your favor. It'll help your self-awareness and self-management. And for me, both of them are key 
to being authentic. Third up is my vulnerability and being okay not to be okay. So think of great managers and leaders that you've worked for in your career so far. This is a question I often ask people when I'm coaching them or doing group training. Managers or leaders that you've admired from afar, would you say that they were okay showing a vulnerability or did it seem that they always had to be right? Certainly in the fast-paced, tough-talking, mask-filled world of business and leadership, showing a vulnerable side could be seen as a weakness maybe more so in the past, while accepting yourself in number one above takes work, taking off your mask can be tough and showing the real you to others is even more scary. But for me, to get closer to your authentic self, being vulnerable is key. While never easy, it can be done. For me, doing the work on self-acceptance, number one, and self-management and awareness, number two, has made being vulnerable more manageable, more achievable. If you're in a state of acceptance of who you are and you're in, in a good place when it comes to managing your internal emotions, then stepping outside of the mask, stepping away from it, can be much more possible. I don't think anybody has at all figured out and being vulnerable can have a positive effect on how you're viewed as a leader if you're doing it in an authentic way. I'll just mention a leader and a really interesting character, Jim Breen, that I interviewed on the podcast in season two. Again, links in the notes. He's a hugely successful entrepreneur and he has been a champion for vulnerability for the last number of years. He's responsible for setting up Cycle Against Suicide in Ireland, and he has that saying of, it's okay not to feel okay, and it's okay to ask for help. That springs to mind when I think about vulnerability. Being okay to show your vulnerable side in a genuine way, for me, puts me at ease. It's another key part of my unmasking and makes me feel more connected with who I am. So the final piece is what I'm calling doing the self-work and enjoying the process. So if you're listening this far, great, thank you for sticking with it. It probably means you're interested and committed to figuring yourself out and discovering a more real version of you. Now, while you might not agree with my first three bullets, and I think this is very much a personal piece of work, so your own five, ten, three might be very different, that's okay. Your attributes, values or actions to get where you want to get to with respect to authenticity are absolutely up for discussion. But number four, this one, and my final point, in my view, is one that's essential for everyone. I'm not a huge fan of cliches and try to use them sparingly, but for me, figuring out my authentic self has been, and probably right to say still is, a journey. And I discovered that the more work I do at getting better in whatever area of my life I'm focused on at that time, the more I realize that the real growth, learning and progress comes as you commit to and follow the path towards whatever goal that is. Last year I posted about my dryading journey, or probably the start of this year, and my own podcasting journey. And that's where the whole idea of the real following the path is where the goodness comes in for me. And as I reflected and put this piece together, the same is to be said for figuring out who your authentic self is. If you're keen to figure that out and what it really means to you, you're going to likely figure out a whole lot more along that journey. And while the path is not likely to be linear, 
expect many twists and turns along the way it's 100% worth doing you're going to challenge yourself your beliefs and assumptions but you're working to answer a question that really matters and can have a significant impact on how you live your life into the future as you put the effort in you'll be exposed to new perspectives maybe learn new tools develop new practices and start to see yourself and maybe even others in a different light doesn't that sound like a journey worth taking so a final truth so before i finish i'll share one other truth that hopefully gives you more insight and again is me being authentic when i sat down to write the blog i was very far from being clear on what authenticity meant for me for the last few years as i said i've been undertaking all the work outlined above but not in a very focused or targeted way i didn't have a smart goal stating reach your authentic self by february 2019 through practicing steps one two three and four that wasn't clear i wasn't even sure what those steps were i did have a strong sense of what authenticity meant and means to me but hadn't taken the time to reflect and summarize it in words that made me a little uneasy but also excited by what might come up this step along the process probably not my last has been very rewarding i have developed my own definition of authenticity for me being able to verbalize it now feels like it has come more to life and has given me the confidence to talk about it maybe i was being too hard on jenny from the block back at the start after all my approach was to write an article or a blog post to figure out what it is for me whereas jenny put it down in lyrics to a song i guess whatever really works best to get to the desired result there are many paths that one can take to get to this outcome we just took different ones and unfortunately unlike jenny the only rocks that i've got are the ones in my back garden for real all right what does authenticity mean to you are you on your own journey to dropping an inauthentic mask to become more real if so does this post help anything you can take from it of value i hope so and just before i wrap up one of the most worthwhile pieces of work you can do on yourself is to identify your core values authenticity might be one of those and i just wanted to remind you that i have a blog post and a podcast about seven steps to figuring out those links again within the show notes here and hopefully that's something you could check out as well so that's it i will leave it there i have been tweeting recently about giving ratings and reviews to the podcast and i would love if you enjoyed this or any of the episodes to go online and leave a rating or review on apple itunes i think you may be able to do it on spotify now as well if you don't know how to do that just google leave rating review on podcast itunes and you'll get a link to it over the last while and i think others get it as well you get contacted as a podcaster by people that claim to be able to promote your podcast and make it a top five or a top 10 and from my research this uh, can happen but it's a very inauthentic way of getting up the charts from looking at other episodes or looking at other podcasts that haven't released a lot of stuff in a long time or released very infrequently but are still riding high in those charts you wonder how they got there but i'm not judging i'm just saying for me to 
get up those charts to potentially have other people see the podcast click into it listen to it and become a subscriber is cool absolutely it just means more people can get something from it but i don't believe in uh buying votes or or buying rankings so if you enjoy it please do leave a rating or review if not that's cool as well uh, i'm enjoying doing it and as i said it's uh, important work and it's helping me become better and hopefully you're getting something from it too so there you go that's uh, the mid-season in-between season podcast solo effort looking forward to sharing some really really great interviews in season three in the next few weeks hope that made sense to you love to hear your feedback and as always have a great day have a great weekend and i will talk to you soon hopefully or you will hear from me soon definitely take care and good luck